Alright, good morning everyone. The month of Cheshvan, the sponsor of the month of Cheshvan, Moshe and Evil Kesselman, Bishlus Chayalim, protecting Am Yisrael. This week is sponsored in memory of Samuel Frankiel, Zal, beloved husband of Simone, and father of Sarah Fishman. Today, the daily sponsorship is by Shira Talber in memory of Adina Miriam, Bat Arye Veyochevet. Shira here? Sure. Who is this? It's family? Okay. Okay. Okay, so um, again, again, Yeshakoach to anyone that's coming out. And uh, it gives more than we understand. And in our attempt to continue to stay, you know, focused as much as possible, as much as we as Hashem allows us, and it should just be a chef of rachmim on all of us right now, as we're speaking, as we're breathing, as we're learning, that each of us is coming up to a, a new stage in our life that Pashut Mod never was before and never could have been planned like this before. This is a new era in our lives, and we're, we're entering in it and with bitachon, and most, most importantly, Be'ahava, somehow be'ahava. I have to share with you an amazing thing. And I think this is like a, it's amazing that this, I got so inspired. This is one of the most shocking things. I got so inspired by something that happened in the Knesset yesterday. I've never said those words before. (laughs) I said something amazing. There's a a minister, minister, no, she's a former, I think she gave, I think she gave up her position because of the mitzvah that we're in. Um, she has a funny last name, hyphenated last name. Her first name is Galit. Yeah, Galit. Thank you. Galit Distal Avriyam. I have to share with you just because of that it's a new stage. This is a new world. It's a new era we're living in. So she had said that, and she said this from the Bima of the Knesset, that she was watching the Hafresh Aschala, that the mother of the of the chayyeh that was that we got back did afresh aschala a few days before their daughter was returned. I'm sure you all saw that footage of her. So she said, every all of Amisel was watching it, and she said that she noticed something when the mother was doing afresh aschala that she stopped in the middle of the nusach that she was saying, and she said the words, "Hakadosh Baruch Hu, ani ohevet otcha." And the, this former, uh, this Chavrat Knesset, she stopped, she said, Vani atzarti, Vani like she just said, she realized, she was trying to understand what she was feeling. She said, Kinetiba, Kinetiba, I had, I was jealous, I was jealous of her that a mother, while her daughter is kidnapped, but the hands of monsters that this world has never seen before can say, Hashem, I love you. And she drew so much strength from that statement, from that, uh, from that ability, from that mo- woman to say, that mother to say such words at that moment. And she said that in Knesset Israel, I, you know, I was, I was shaking. I, I, I myself, much like, just so humbled and, and I feel like it's all putting everything in, 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 in the place of like where the, 
where the chiyut of the Am is, is going towards. And it's all right now, Berachmi Baratzon and the Chesed and, and, and the Bishut of our holy tzaddikim and tzaddikot on the front lines that are, they're, they're displaying gvura, you know, there's what they call Arafel, uh, uh, what's it called? Arafel Tikshoti. There's like uh, uh, social media, media fog regarding what's going on right now. There's, you know, that, and, and that's how it should be. But one thing we know for sure is that there's a gvura, there's, there's a, this world of gvura like never before. And we're always saying that if they're doing that on that front, we have to do that on our front with our avodat nefesh, with the soul work that we you used to see maybe a little bit as an option or a luxury. And it's so clear today that it's completely, completely, completely our war. It is our war right now. And like I mentioned in Sunday morning's shir, that ended up being exactly uh, like what, even though we went back to Rav Sasson's book, but we realized this is, wait a second, learning Pneumius right now is not like, you know, a band-aid or it's not, okay, we have to go back to our, to our you know, weekly broadcasting. It is our, it is the generation's broadcasting and it's now and it's happening now. And since there's, you know, there's never been more love between our Am that we're experiencing right now, it's time to take advantage of when there's that much love, what happens to the other things, the other opportunities that we have to do the work on Pneumius and Nefesh that we can do right now. So there's a piece here from Rav Kluger, from the Sefer, that we're going to be continuing to learn from throughout the year, Bezrat Hashem, that I wanted us to look at now. Even though throughout, even though throughout this learning, it may seem that it's words that are speaking about the individual, it is very much referring, it's the Am. It's totally the Am. It's the nation. It's the people, the Chlal. So, just a few words of, a few words of background on this piece. Or Bichlal, and what we're going to be, be, be learning. Am Yisrael suffered such a yirida, such a yirida, such a blow. And many people are also, you know, obviously the, remembering what happened right, right before this blow, is that Am Yisrael was stuck in some kind of a very confusing time of a yirida ruchanit, when there's, if there's that much machloket in the Am, then there's also a yirida ruchanit in the Am. There's a spiritual law, but I, I, still, I refrain from, any, from saying, look what happens when there's such a, you know, there's such a sinaschinam amongst people, because no one should ever give any esberim as to why there's so many shiva houses right now. It's not time, it's not our place, and we're not nevim. And I, I tend not, my, my shit is to, I, I stay away from saying, well, look what happened, and of course it's chas v'shom. Um, I know that there are a bunch of Amalekites that need to be destroyed that I've been planning to kill Yidin for a long time. That's all I know because that's, that's what we have to work with in Olam Azeh level. But we, Bichlal, Am Yisrael has suffered such a Yerida, such a blow. And this hurts the nefesh of the Prat, of the individual, and of course the Klal, tremendously. And whenever, whenever there's this type of blow that happens... You know, it takes a lot of gvura to look at it right now from the way that we're going to look at it. It takes a lot of gvura. It takes a lot of strength. I don't know if we could, I don't know if, I don't know if we're ready to even do it today, but I know that we for sure probably weren't ready the first few weeks. And now it's already going into a month soon. 
Right? Is it a month? So it's like the fourth I don't remember. Yeah. We're going we're going into into the month. So So I, I think maybe it's only now that there's a possibility to start to begin to approach this this type of work. Is that an extra page this one? To approach this work to, to only do it now. So Rav Kluger says like this. Dalko shel olam. You see the page Lamed Aleph is the first page, right? Lamed Aleph. Dalko shel olam. Sheadam evakesh leasir maalav etakoshi uli pater kvarimeno. The way that the world, the way the world is, is that when there's a koshi, when there's a hardship, I just want to get rid of it. I just want to get rid of it. I just want to remove it from me. Ach Yeshuat vegeulat anefesh bekirvata leelokim. But when it comes to the salvation and the redemption of the soul in its closeness to God, it doesn't work like that. It does not silence the hardship. That's not a... When it comes to the real stuff in life, to the real breakthroughs, quieting down or just removing a hardship, I don't want to deal with this, it doesn't work like that when it comes to soul stuff. It's just not, it's not the way, it's not the shita. Rather what? Ki im memateket oto b'idiyat sodo v'tachlito. Rather, it sweetens the hardship when it gets to know its secret and its purpose. This is a key concept in the, in the world of the Baal Shem Tov called hamtaka, sweetness, sweetening. It's an avoda of sweetening something. Like we refer to din, judgments, that the judgments should become sweet. Rav Ginsburg teaches this all the time at the three levels. Right, we'll get there also one day. This, this world of sweetening, now you say, are you crazy? You're going to start talking about sweetening? The, 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 the matzav right now, what's, what, how could you sweeten the matzav? It's not the way that we're used to saying sweetening. Like, sweetening usually has a reference to like a, a candy. Right? It's a sweetening, sweetening something. We're not speaking about that kind of sweetening over here. We're going to see what he means over here. Every human being is, is prepared for a certain level of suffering if it has a purpose. Just like I know that work could be very difficult, could be hard, but I'm willing to tolerate it because I know what it brings. I know that it brings food in the fridge or clothes for my children or whatnot. I'm willing, I'm, I'm, I'm capable of, of that type of you know, suffering, suffering tolerance. And this is true regarding any type of crisis or any type of chavlei tsar. The, the birth pangs of, 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 you know, it's called birth because there's going to be a birth. There, there will be something. As I believe, Yitzhak B'dichev always says, and we say this throughout the year, his teaching is on, on uh, the keynote on Tisha B'Av, Eli Tzion V'areak Moisha B'Tzirea, that, that Yerushalayim and its cities and all of us are like, is like a woman that knows that she's in labor, but she knows what's going to happen. 
בשעה טובה, בעזרת השם. She knows there will be a birth, there will be fruit coming. Because if you interview a woman as she's in that last stage of giving birth and, and tell her, what do you have to say about this pain right now? Right? I mean, obviously, I don't, I'm not advising that. I'm just saying if, if there was some kind of medicine that you would go to someone that, that you see is screaming and in such uh, pain and say, what, what, explain this right now. So the level of explaining is impossible because in the mind of the person that's tolerating this, there is a... There is a pre, there's an etz that's about to be, about to come into the world. There's an neshama that's about to come into the body that's then going to bring, going to be the, the, the first generation of, of thousands and thousands of other neshamas that are going to come down into the world. But that's when I know that there's a fruit that's going to be, you know, that eventually will be, will, will come out of this process. Very good. In Egypt, it was exactly the opposite. It was this concept of, of, of the labor was l'shem nothing. It was nothing. That was the mind torture that it was. It was l'shem nothing. K'mochen, k'asher Yehudi mevin et tachlit ha-koshi b'shez ha-seder ha-briya. But when a Jew understands the purpose of why it's something so hard, and that this is the order of creation, na'asa muchan b'nafsho l'aset et ha-chaim, then I become ready to, he has a, this is a very interesting phrase here, Laset et ha-chaim. Laset et ha-chaim. what's that? Yeah, but it could also mean to, to lift up, yeah, like to lift up and carry life with all of its baggage. In the way, but in a way that Hashem is running the show. In a way that Hashem is running the show. And this is like, this is part of the whole awakening that we're going through, is that we were under the assumption that we really understand why we made a lot of the choices that we've made in life, and that we're willing to, you know, to tolerate that certain difficulties. But now, the, the concept of what we're tolerating, or what we're, and I don't like the word tolerate, because it's not really mechavent what I'm saying, but the reason we're willing to even suffer what we're suffering. It really is that. The, really, the reason why we're willing to suffering what we're suffering right now can only really be in harmony with us if we lift ourselves now to a place where we can't ignore the hardships. We can't, we can't ignore them. We can't brush things under the table anymore. Just like we, we can't brush under the table anymore that... Um, We've, we've made the most dangerous, dangerous decisions with Amalek. You, you can't brush that under the table anymore. Hopefully, with our own, in the schools of our own Avodah Pnimit, those that are making decisions will allow for the, for the wiping out of Amalek fully from Eretz HaKodesh, and it's not just down there. It's about 30 seconds behind us, not to make anyone, you know, but it's, it's right here. It's you, you can't, once, 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 you're, once you're connected in your heart of hearts to saying, okay, Hashem, you're running the world. I'm not brushing things under the table anymore. I'm not just sweeping things away anymore. I'm ready to look at it eye to eye because it's already, or it's already looking at me in my eye. I may as well look at it as well. Then, 
that's when what he will call the concept of hamtaka takes place. Then the sweetening of judgment, the sweetening of harsh, of harsh, harsh reality takes place. And I'm not saying we're anywhere close there, but at least if that's my kibun, if that's my kavana, with how I want to continue living my life, then I know I'm ready for anything. And that's true about any hardship in the world, right? We could say from, we could speak about it from the smallest hardships to the largest hardship. It's true like about anything. When I'm really ready to look something in the eye, at that moment, my ability to function and my art, my arsenal of weapons changes. When I just keep, when I, when I choose to remain blind to it, in my lasot, I could keep on kidding myself, but it, won't, it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe you'll get to it, but it sounds like it's not just a mindset, it's also a responsibility. Like, I had a Nechama, like I was just driving to Tehillim, and I was like, how am I saying Tehillim? It just hurt so much, and I realized, okay, you know, we're the chosen nation to fight evil. Mm-hmm. Like, we are here, we're, we are chosen to get, we have the opportunity now to rid evil. Mm-hmm. From Eretz mm-hmm. And like, that gave me a feeling of purpose. Yeah, the whole exactly. That's yes, what he, that's the, the word he bit. says. Yeah. But then you just brought it into the government officials, and we have it like an obligation. Um, is it okay to just stop at the good feeling? I mean, obviously we're doing mitzvah, we're learning Torah, but I'm saying like, you know, like in order for this to become a reality, do we need to be on the front lines of really? ourselves ridding the evil. Does that make sense? Yeah. Sounds like more of a, a yeah. heavier... No, I have, a, I have a very, like, I have a very deep answer for you, I think. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so let, let's continue. No, Jenny has a way of basically just, like, Kilu always say, it's that place of, like, I don't want to go there, but do I have to go? And you're just saying it, and it's like, Yes. <laughs> and this base Midrash is hopefully the base Midrash of how. <laughs> the Torah, I, I want to, you know, every shir that, that, that happens in this shul is basically answering the question of how. I hope, I pray. And, and he, it's, very, very, it's amazing how he, how he continues this. He says, This is what Pnimiyus Satorah is all about. This is what Pneumius HaTorah is all about. That all the waves of life, where you go up and then you eventually crash, these are not just like Adina you were referring to, like the Avodat Parech type of work. It's not Sevel Be'alma. That means suffering for nothing. That we just have to stop and get rid of. But when you look at life, you understand this is this was the order of creation. This is how Hashem created the world. That before any type of ascent, there's always a descent. What's the greatest example of this from the beginning of the Torah? That's the order of creation. It doesn't say The way that our day even starts is that in our in our, Zman, in our calendar. The days start at night because of the way that God created the world. What an Erev Am Yisrael just had. What an Erev. What a Choshech Mitzrayim. What a Choshech Mitzrayim. And for the families that are waiting for their Chatofim to come home, it's not one day. It's not just that day of Simchas Torah. It's every second. 
שלפני כל עלייה נצרכת ירידה. And here he quotes Reb Chaim Chernovitzer. Reb Chaim Chernovitzer is the, the one that the author of two very important svarim that we have, Be'er Ma'im Chaim and Siduro Shel Shabbat. Just a little bit of context. Reb Chaim of Chernovitz was the Talmud of Reb Chiel Mechel of Zlotchev, the Zlotchev Rebbe, who was the Talmud of the Baal Shem Tov. So just to give you time, timeline. V'hu dimyon echad harotze lizrog davar lemala. Imagine, someone wants to throw something up from the ground. Something on the floor, you want to throw it up. Uh, or you just, or it's also a good example of this is when you want to jump, okay? And if you can imagine right now a pitcher in baseball, right? What's the a pitcher, right? When he's, when he's about to throw a pitch, where does he first go? He always goes back. If someone wants to jump high, what do you have to do? You have to bend your knees. These are very clear things. And, and it's almost like, and if, you're, and if you need to go higher, but you're not willing to bend, Hashem bends you. Bechen Adam HaShalem, Kshiba lefamim lebchinat achor, venofel madregato. So to a person who's working so hard on themselves. That sometimes comes to a place where they fall. Azuba al yedezeh lebchinat kedem kadmata lalot maala maala. And what he's basically connecting himself is to the creation of the world, the way that Hashem created the world. But if I don't live in God consciousness, if I don't live with Hashem awareness in my life, what happens to me when, I, what happens to me when I'm in the Yerida? I identify, I identify myself that this is me, this is who I am, I am a failure, I am doomed for darkness, this is my lot in life, this is my goval. When I, and I don't stop and think for a second, but wait a second, wait a second. The way Hashem created the world, it's the Bria, it's the way God created the world. It's the way Hashem created the world. There's a statement from the Baal Shem Tov that says, it should be precious and valuable in your eyes sometimes, forgetfulness, and falling from the level that you're on. It should be precious for you. This is what Rabbi Nachman refers to throughout Likutei Moran as being bako, baki, beratso vashov. A person has to learn. And Chanasara's husband, Allah Vashalom, used to sing this more beautiful than anyone in the world. A person has to learn three, three things in this world. You have to learn how to walk. You have to learn how to fall. And you have to learn how to get up. But if I am not busy learning how to fall while I'm falling, I will never learn how to get up, how to get up there. So the Baal Shem Tov is saying, it should be precious to you. The concept of forgetting something sometimes, the concept of, of falling. Because of where you're about to ascend to. These are all beautiful chizuk words, but the, 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 the truth is like this, and it goes back to what Jenny was bringing up before. Are we as a community, just right now, just us here, because we can't speak in the name of the whole world, are we willing to, are we willing to, to say out loud that we understand that we must enter a new level of reality, a new world? Are we willing to say that? Are we willing to say that our struggle right now is not L'Shem getting through it, but it's L'Shem entering a new domain, a new world. Because the Chayalim are. They are. Any Chayal that's going out to Krav right now, that's, that's, that's where their head is. We're going in to create a new world. 
are we now at the place of where we're at in our lives to say, and we are too. What does it look like exactly? I'm not sure. Like, just like the Chayal doesn't know. But are we willing to? Yes. Why? Because Hashem says, Asher ar If you go, I'll show it to you. But if you, if you go and check every second is this it, it will never work. The Sod of Eretz Yisrael is not knowing exactly what it's going to look like. The Sod of Pneumius, of working on ourselves, is not knowing exactly what it's going to be and, and, and what, what, what will be offered and who will I be. And we don't know this. But what's for sure is that it seems to me, and it seems to most of us, I think, that now every level of Avodat Hashem, every level of my religious experience, of my observance, conscious-wise, must ascend to a world that I wasn't in before. And I don't know exactly what that looks like, but, but nor, nor does anyone <laughs> when it comes to what really matters in life. Example, the best one, like we just said. And we spoke about this in shul last Friday night. This is what it was. This is, what, uh, this is how Avram Avinu inherited the land. We want to inherit this land. We don't know exactly. What we do know, we, we do know exactly what, it, what it's not and what it can't be. That we've learned in the most horrific ways. That we know. Like the person that says, finds someone, finds a kid walking and you know, he doesn't know what way to go. And you know the famous mashal, it's like, well, what, what, what's the right way? He's like, well, I can't tell you what the right way is, but I could definitely tell you what the wrong way is. So mm-hmm. that we know. That we know. And, and anyone that's holding on to claiming that that way is still the way is michutz la It's not part of machane Yisrael. It's not, um, it's not something that is part of the sicha even. It's, it's lo kashur, you know. It's lo kashur. It's very mayumim. It's not part of the, the conversation anymore. Okay, to, to turn, turn, turn the page over, I want to skip on the brackets over here. And he continues over here, and he says like this, Kol ha-dorech al miftan divrei ha-ari ha-kadosh. So anyone that steps foot on the doorstep of the words of the Arizal, the Arizal, yod, his words, anyone that, that dabbles into the world of the Torah of the Arizal, knows a very simple concept of learning. Anyone that's learned the Ari, now remember, in Torah Sapnimius, in the world of Pnimius Torah that we're learning, there's, there's three main pillars, right? That's, the, that's Reb Shimon Bar Yochai, the Zohar Kadosh, and then the Arizal, and then the world of the Baal Shem Tov, right? So what did, the way that Rav Weinberger once said it so beautifully is that the, the, Reb Shimon Bar Yochai was the first one to tell us, you know, there are much bigger worlds than what you and I see. He just let us know about that there's so much more going on than what you see in front of you. There's a whole world, there's worlds upon worlds that we're not, we're not even aware of. It's not, it's, it's, it's much bigger, okay? With life, existence, relationship with Hashem, it's so much bigger than what we see in front of us. That was the Reb Shem Bar Yochai. The Arizal was the one that started drawing maps of explaining to us like what those worlds look like. And then he said, the Baal Shem Tov says, okay, now hold my hand. And let's go, let's go inside these worlds. Let's go, let's go travel these worlds together. But you have to hold my hand. Zaydi. You have to hold my hand. And what we're trying to always work from, you know, in the, in, in, in our learning is to basically do exactly that. 
in the, in the way that our tzaddikim have prepared for us. But the Arizal, this middle level over here, the Arizal was very clear. He gave a lot of uh, basic terminology f- upon which, obviously, the whole world of the Baal Shem, not just the world of the Baal Shem Tov, but mainly the Baal Shem Tov's world of learning comes in your neck and, and it, it, it suckles life force from there. Now, one of the things the, Baal, the Arizal would speak about is the following concept. In order for there to be achdut, what needs to first happen? Non-achdut. <laughs> right? If, right, separation. So we, we look at it as if like, oh my God, we're in such a, you know, there's so much pirud, there's so much separation, but that actually is the pre- requisite in, for hit achdut to take place. And he obviously, and, and look over here, he continues over here, v'nikret tardema, or nesira, or katnut. He has a, three different terms to express this level of pirud. One is called tardema. What is tardema? Coma. Nesira. What's nesira? Sawing, right? Like a masor is called, right? Sawing off. Or just katnut, just smallness. God put the first man into a shluf or a coma, in order to saw off achat mitzalotav, one of his ribs, in order to build for him an ezer kenegdo. So in a state of being separated and in comatose, Hukmalo haisha shetehelekorat rucho. His, his, his uh, man's wife was, was created for him to be, to basically bring, bring to the echad, to, to, be, to make one again. But where did it come from? From, in what state did it come from? What's that? Right. Why? Lama? Mm, but Hashem could have just brought down two okay. together. So it first had to be from the same place. Then there had to be removal from within the same place. Because just like us, we're all one. But I'm just saying out there, Hashem could have created this concept in many different ways, but it wouldn't have the learning that we're doing from it. You wouldn't be able to say like what achdus is or, or the point of coming together. What's that? You wouldn't. Pre- I, I, we, people always ask, like, if if there was no death, would you, you know, obviously, would you have any value for life? Right. Like Adam Arishon lived for a few hours before they before they. You notice I'm saying they and not her, before they brought death <laughs> in the world uh, by eating from the apple, right? These are very these are very interesting things, but we have to look at the Berea of the world. This is how God created the world. This is how Hashem created the world. That she was from him, but in order to then really do in this world to do the job of, of, of peace and harmony and of achdut and all the different things that we yearn for, it first had, then you had to have this concept of nesira in a state of tardema to bring the pirud now to be face to face with each other and then reunify and become one. That's how Hashem created the world. So he continues and he says like this, Kol pirud bechol any type of separation, on any level that it is, noad k'dei liyot hachana l'darga yoter gvoa haba'a acharav, is only 
a preparation for something bigger that needs to be afterwards. So I want to say like this, and this is I was my, my, my thoughts the last few days. I was certain, I think some of us were certain as well, that after Corona, we'd be in a different world. And we weren't. It was the same exact world. There was not, not that, it, it, as far as I'm concerned, it, it was, I was certain that Shul's would realize Hashem took away the ability for us to be together and daven together, even to be in a Shul. And then it started with all these numbers and all this machlokis, and over, we see now so much of it was such, whatever, I'm not, I'm not getting started with that, but we see like, I just basically thought that it was, you know, we met the world we were going to go, the world we were going to come and go out to afterwards would be a completely different world. And it wasn't. But do we, do we remember what our lives were like those first few weeks when some of us really thought that this is maybe the end of the world or that this is going to be the rest of our life is going to be like this? There were these thoughts by many, many, many people. It was a Yeridame in Kamoa. But what was the post-Yerida? What was the Aliyah after the Yerida? I'm remi- I'm, remind me, maybe, I'm, maybe I just, I'm not trying to be pessimistic, I'm just looking at the last few years. Just because we were talking this, and we were looking at our son. So he's two and a half, he's going to be three, Bezat Hashem in Shvat, right? This is a baby, I hate like the term Corona baby, but he was you know, a baby born into that world with the weirdest bris in Shalom Zachar, and you know, the f- and the first few months of his life, I don't remember exactly when, when, at what point in it, but it was like we couldn't have anyone at the bris, and and then like okay, so then that passes. Now he's two, and and now he's in this war. It's like, Mako, like what kind of war- his first three years in this world are, are insane, are crazy, crazy, but these same few years are also in our lives as well. You know, we're also in it. But somehow it seems now that, like, to go back to what Jenny said, I think that it's safe to say that there is no luxury to not now really, really, really be determined that the world that we're going to meet after, you know, this is olam acher legamri. But it's on us. It's on us to create it. It's on us, you know, there's something called Kabbalah al-Habal. It's the last step of tshuva that the Rambam lists in the four criteria to do tshuva. And that is basically that there's an acceptance upon ourselves that I will never go back to what was. I accept upon myself that I'm never going back to what was. And this tkufa right now is a tkufa of Kabbalah. That can we really say, I accept upon myself that I will do everything in my power to never ever have an opinion about another Jew based on their thoughts or their opinions that don't sound like mine, right? That's a very, very deep avoda, you know, that's, but, but that's a, I think, the tzavasha, that I could actually say, even if a person, and this is so hard for me right now, because I'm right now in such a, uh, this difficult place with one of my, one of my former history, Jewish history, te- no, he wasn't Jewish history, regular history teachers from high school, um, who has mamish removed himself from Machna Yisrael, He's talking, and he considers himself to be Machane Ha'olam. Um, always bringing, always you know, pointing out that a real Jew has to feel the pain of, you know, uh, Jewish babies and 
uh, Ishmaeli babies that are getting injured in this war. That's not a Jewish, that's not a, that's not the Jewish heart. It's not true also. That's not, if, if that's how we go about our life, then, then we may as well really have gone to Uganda or, or, or Mamash, Mamash. But Dafka, so even him, but he's a Yid, he's a Yid. So I could be so against what he thinks is the right thing, but to still mamish love him in my heart, it's deep avoda, and it's, it's not you know. And it's it's easier though when we're in the machana here, like when we're in Eretz Yisrael, going through what we're going through. It's a different ballgame, and we 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 already noticed we can't explain this to other people. But what is the world going to look like when we're done? Don't ask that question. Ask the question, what is the world, my world looking like now? Now. All the things you think about about what will be, that's not the question. The question is, how am I already making that a Matthias now in my life? Because that's the, the question everyone's wondering, like, what's going to be when this is... Who am I today? What is my day looking like today? Where is my heart now in this moment? And then you realize that that aliyah that happens after the nefila is already taking place. Big time. Through blood, sweat, and tears. Literally. But it is already happening. It's already taking place. Esti, just share with them what you, what, 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 what's going on this week. And that's not about... See, that is not what will be after. That is now. That's now. The after is already now. We're already in the world of, of what's going to be after. The question of how is it going to last is, is, is not a good... It's a very, like... Um, it's like an Amalek question. It's like darts into the, into the light. Mamash. You want to say something? Every second is an after. Mamash. Mm-hmm. Mamash. Mm-hmm. And also it's like, okay, so our responsibility is find film, get people in America, get them on a plane. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't just stop at that's great, wow. It's like, so is our obligation then to answer all these questions? You're a teacher. You're supposed to just love him in your heart and dumb for him to like for him to wake up once you realize that there are certain things that are impossible to convey to someone that's not here all it leads to is, is frustration and I think yeah and then you have to stop so I stopped I stopped I stopped it. earlier this week I left my voice note I said I realized something in order for me to really hold on to love for you, I have to ref- I have to stop this right now. I I can't I, I can't continue this. Um, and one day, you know, you'll understand how hurtful. That's what I said to him. You are to the to the mothers of chayalim that are in my shul by just by thinking that you're expressing something all peace and loving. You know, because I ha- it has to be clear. Like this is 
we're, we're B'Shem Kol Yisrael right now. We could, but, I, but I'm less worried about them. I'm worried about... I'm, I, the Avodah, Ptimiyas HaNefesh, is not how do we become so deep that we know how to dive in over other people. It's much more an internal process of saying, Efo Ani, where am I right now? Because I have experienced a tremendous Yerida as an individual. I have, you know, I have. Mamash, I have. Each of us has felt that. And that Yerida, we have to remember, and I, I was so blown away, like there was a 12-year... I don't know how old he was. A, a kid came to see me yesterday. And um, it was a kid that's like very hard on himself, even though he's a very good kid. And the father and parents are worried that he's just, he's too, he has too much self-persecution. And it was an amazing, I don't know, 20 minutes, half hour of understanding what the point of a Yerida is. And what's the point of an aliyah? And how do I take advantage of the moments in life that I'm experiencing an afila, falling down? So that's avod, and, and that's what I'm thinking about right now. It's not about them. It's like it's about us because there was a blow. And there's also already aliyot And the avod of the nefesh is to be in, is to be in sync with the seder habriya. That's that's his point over here. It's to be in sync with the Seder Abriya of Vayer, Vayvoker, and also the way that God created Chava, created Adam and Chava. Yeah, fear is what stops us from looking at it. Fear of what? Fear, first of all, that we're still in the edit. Right. 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 But I think that part of it is also that we have such fear, and like we said on Sunday, we have such fear of the Asher Ar Eka as well, because we don't know what it looks like. Exactly. You know, we don't know what the, we don't know what the Ashefa of light that awaits us right around this Masach Avdil also looks like. And that fear does that same avoda of stopping us from being awa- being alive, of being present, of being conscious, of of living a seder habriya kind of life. It stops us. But did anyone ever know what's going to happen a second after it happened? Remember the teaching from Rav, Rav, Rav Kinsberg, such an important teaching. We haven't said it in a while. Ein simcha katarat aspekot. Remember, there's no such a simcha like the removal of doubt. That's what it usually says, right? The primus of that statement is there's the greatest joy in the world is when you matir yourself to live in the world of spekot. Spekot, doubt. En simcha, the greatest simcha is kehatarat haspekot, when you allow yourself to live in the world of suffolk. What, In other words, what does that basically mean? When you accept to live in the world that Hashem created, <laughs> that's the greatest joy in the world. It, 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 paradox is not the word we're looking for. It's true, but over here, it's it's the the point is that I like I don't I don't know what's going to be, but I never did either. Like I, right, right. We have no idea. It was an ashleya. What do we know? I don't know what's going to be today, but I'm under the illusion that I am. Now Hashem came and showed us, guys, you have no idea. You never did and you never will. That's not the game in this world. Is not to figure out, to crack a code. 
Because I could remove my my hashgacha in one second. Right? I could remove my, my hashgacha in one second. The whole avoda is, is that after you fall, what is about to happen afterwards? That is what we're... What is happening right now, but really what's, what's going to happen afterwards? You still don't know, but you can align yourself to be, to live a life, a different type of way, a different way of living that aligns with the order of creation, with the kind of, what, what we're trying to speak about right now. And that's for everyone. This is the way it's always been, and this is the way it always will be. I don't know, maybe even after Mashiach comes, I don't know, like this concept of, I don't know what Erev will be. It'll be different. But it doesn't matter either. It doesn't... It'll be a different way of, of, of experiencing life bichlal. But for right now, I could bring... I could bring so much into my right now, into my world right now. I have to. But the point is... The point to remember over here is like this, is that this is... And he continues, I have to, I have to end here because I have to go somewhere. But the continuation of this, of this piece over here shows us, I'm just, you know, I'm just going to read it a little bit fast, because it's, it's not so difficult. Falling is not just those of like lower people fall. Like I was telling with this, talking with this kid yesterday. But it's not just like, you know, the weak ones fall. Everyone falls. What Lashon is that from? The... Basically, when Yosef came and brought his two sons, Ephraim and Menashe, remember Yaakov Avinu then switches his, his hands, and he puts the right hand on the younger one, and his, and his left hand on the on the older one. And Yosef's like, no, no. And, and Yaakovino says, no, 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 no. He's going he's, to, he's actually going to grow from him. From what? Neshia. Nashani means, means smallness. It means um, katnut. He's going to grow from katnut. V'zeu hikabtsu u'shimu b'nei Yaakov. Hainu, kshatem b'madriga katnut ve'ekel ve'shiflut. Right, the Torah says, "Come, gather together the sons of Yaakov." Meaning, when you're on the level of Yaakov, what's Yaakov? The heel. When you're in that place, ah, then you can veshimu. Hayinu shetavinu zeh shehu kedei veshimu Yisrael avichem. You can start to listen again in order to hear what your Abba is telling you. Hayinu shal yedei madrigat achtonot tochal avol lemadrigot yoter gedola amaskil yavin. We're all in Akev. We've been in an Akev. We've been in, maybe we thought we were on a high level. Comes, comes Simchas Tari, it shows us all the Ashlayot, you're just in an, you're still in an Akev, you're in a heel. But if you come together, he the Shimu Bnei Yaakov. If the lines, if, if, if the Tfilin and Tzitzis Bakashot and Afresh Aschala Bakashot and all these things keep on happening non stop, Shimu, if you come together, he Kapsu, you can, and in the, in the hurt, in the low place, in the place of the heel, which is where we're at, but it's together. And you're, but you do a hikaptsu, a gathering together, then you could also lishma what tomorrow is gonna, what tomorrow can be like. Who didn't cry when they watched the picture of the Hasidim dancing around Kiryat Gat a few hours after word got out that this Chayelet came home? 
This everyone knows. This everyone knows. Every Jew was sent to the world not just to party when it's, everything is, is dandy, but mainly in order to elevate situations that seem impossible. And to enlighten those moments with the glory of Hashem. As Rebendel Vitebsk says over here, There is no other way of being a vessel to receive Hashem's light in this world unless there's a Yerida and then an Aliyah. It doesn't work any other way. And everything's from Hashem. Everything needs to be elevated. Yediazo. So he ends over here. Of Kluger says like this, knowing this, knowing this for real. And I bless us to feel this. That there is a purpose. There is a purpose for the pain and the suffering. And I hate to say it, but I have to because I feel responsible. The purpose for the suffering and the pain is not to appreciate what we had. What we had was 75 years of a matna, tchinam of Hashem saying, this was cute, get your acts together. Yesh tachlit lechol matzavei hayerida besod habirurim ashayachim lechol echad bechad. There is a purpose to all forms of descent through the secret of Beirurim. And, and it doesn't, it's not Beiru like an Ishbet, it's a little bit different here. Yeah, over here it means, it means basically discovering that how the Seder of the Bria of the world is happening right now in your life. Seeing that the way that Hashem created the world is actually what's happening right now in my life. Finding that and then continuing on. Meira, when a person does this, Meira nocham balev, it shines a consolation in the heart and gives strength. Zot mahuta shel torat This is the essence and this is the fruits when someone says they're learning Ptimiyus Torah. To shine a redemption of life which illuminates into the Collective and personal galus. Like anyone that's talking, any, like that's what I'm saying about what was. The whole notion of Yidin in Chutzla, it's there in galus, we're living in Geula. That's, Simcha's Torah is not living, it's not Geula. We, the avoda of the nefesh, the personal avoda of each of our nefeshot right now, can bring about coming out of galut. But collectively, as an Am, we're still very much there. That's not what they told us either before we made Aliyah. And we have to accept that. That's not the Mitziyut. And even those that say, Reshit smichat gulatenu, you have to focus on the concept of that it's Reshit, and it's a smicha. But it's not, it wasn't, we didn't do it yet. But Lo Asinu 
You know, today's the Yorzeit of someone that knew this very well and paid the worst price in the world of being completely shut down by the Jewish world and eventually murdered by Yishmaeli. Today's Rav Kahana's Yorzeit. If you listen to almost anyone right now from the Am, they make Rav Kahana seem like a leftist. I'm not kidding. They make him seem like a peace activist. It's a new world. It's a sort of Beirurim and has nothing to do with Sin'ah. Like he always said, I don't hate Arabs. I love Jews. We today have every legitimate reason to say, I hate Arabs. Just watch 30 seconds of footage. Don't, but I'm saying if you, right? And yet we still don't say that. Because we're B'nai Or, we're people of light. Our menia, our motives, our dreams have nothing to do from hate. We, it comes from love, of loving Am Yisrael. And eventually having the luxury to worry about loving the whole world. This is the Seder of the Bria. This is what he said, that right now, the, the Gilui, what Torah Sapnimius does over here, is to shine light into worlds of Galus, were an existence of Galus. And like he ends here, third to bottom line, Lavi Aleph, Aleph is the Alufo Shel Olam, to bring Hashem, Betoch Gola, into Gola, into, into the Gola, Vani Betoch Gola, like Yechezkel Navi says, into the exile. And then when you put an Aleph in the word Gola, you have Geula. Lekarev et HaNefesh El Or Hashem. To bring close the nefesh of the light of Hashem. Because that's the only type of geula for a Jew. And this is again very much connected to what we, and everything we've, we've, we've been talking about, not just these last few weeks, but for a long time, is that for us... For the Jewish person to actually feel really safe in this world, the only way is bringing Hashem into the whole picture of Eretz Yisrael. And, and, and to daven so strongly that to be a, a channel, a vessel of carrying Hashem's name in such an expansive way, in such a larger way, in such a, I don't know what it looks like exactly, but to daven that after this current Yerida, and already during this, that the way that I'm speaking about you, Hashem, the way that I'm, the way that I'm speaking about anything is not shallow. That I'm thinking bigger. I'm thinking with a bigger heart, with a larger heart, with the, with with so much more than whatever was before. And that is the way that Hashem created the world. That that way of thinking of things seems to be only it comes after there is such torture, such pain such a pressure cooker. And when we say that, it should be the last time that something like that should cause us to think bigger. Like, that's a very, very, very deep tefillah. But it's dependent on us as to how big we're willing to go. Because Corona did nothing to us. Nothing. The question is, how large are we willing to grow? And Asher Ar Eka means you don't have to know exactly what that looks like. But you have to be willing to just walk with Hashem. How do you walk with Hashem? Finding your world through Seder Habriya. That what I'm experiencing is the way that Hashem designed the world. You start to piece the pieces together like that. And suddenly you see that every aspect of your life 
is munhag, is being uh, led by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And this is the world of Pnimi Yisatora that is not a chidush for us here. This is not like, oh, now we're starting to learn. That. We've always talked like this. It just seems like now we're actually starting to live it like this as well. We should be zochah that all of, our, all of our light should shine bright the paths of any darkness for any chayah that's going down any, any alleyway or anything, that our, our brightness, our commitment to being larger, bigger, smarter, deeper, wiser, protects is a shield and a torch of light to guide these giborim and giborot as they're wiping out a mullet from this world. Amen. All right, shukach to everyone.